0: Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European Mm -hmm. royal families. Today we're going to be talking about all of the events from, we're going to start with January 1st of 2020 through today, which is the 4th, and we're going to use this episode as like an intro episode um, to really, one, this is almost a year old podcast now. And so we're going to talk about, um, you know, we've done 2020 in review. We've done all of that. Um, but this is like, hello and welcome back. Um, if you're a new listener, here's what's going to go on. Um, if you're not new, just a little refresher. Um, if you joined somewhere in the middle and wonder, you know, why I don't talk about people or things like that. Um, this is just like a really good jumping off point. Um, to get a good feel of what this process is. Um, I also have a dog whose name is Liberty. Um, She is lovely, but she gets very jealous of this podcast. So sometimes she makes appearances like she just did. Um, We're working through it. We are trying to make podcast recording a positive experience. I don't know how it became a negative experience, but it did. Uh, so now we make it a positive experience or we try, we've changed location, we do all the things. Um, but sometimes she makes appearances of whining or sometimes barking. I try to edit out the barks because they're not helpful to anybody's ears. She barks very loudly. Um, but we're working through it. So that is the first thing. Sometimes you'll hear me talk about my dog because she's being jealous, um, which is fine and then everything else we'll go through it so we are going to get started the way we do this we go alphabetical we start with Belgium and in Sweden and all the countries in between um so we're going to go ahead and get started with the Belgian royal family now In Belgium, um, I talk about really just King Philippe and Queen Mathilde and their day-to-day activities. Sometimes if their children do something, I will talk about that like public engagement wise. I don't ever, I try never to talk about paparazzi, anything, rumored, anything, only things confirmed by the royal households. Um, And so in these smaller royal families where the children haven't started working, um, it really is just, I'll talk about King Philippe and Queen Mathilde, and you'll see that in a couple of these other younger royal families, um, where I only really talk about two people. Um, so today, uh, King Philippe was officially back to work. He has a weekly meeting with the prime minister of Belgium, whose name is Alexander Decro. Uh, this is, this, like I said, this happens every week. So I don't always talk about it, um. If it combines with something else, I'll mention it. Usually I mention it in the intro of Monday's episode or I guess Tuesday's episode. Um, Just like, hey, this happened, but there's never anything to say. The details of these are very private, which is absolutely fine. Um, And so I just like to mention it, but because this is like an introductory episode. I want to make sure we go through all of that. So I talk about any events, I try to give context, um, pick out fun anecdotes if I can find them. Um, And yeah, so with that, like I said, not a lot happening in Belgium today. It's going to be quiet. They don't have anything publicly announced for like their next scheduled events, but because Philippe was back at work, I expect that they'll be doing some sort of something this week. Um, Just nothing is announced in advance. Part of that is due to COVID um, and a lot of work being done from home. So with that, we are going to go ahead and move on now to the British royal family. The UK is an interesting royal family to talk about because they are a very large royal family. Um, Back when I started this podcast, a certain duke and duchess uh, left the working part of the royal family. And so I kind of navigated through how to talk about that. And that's what prompted or what started this conversation about who should I talk about in this podcast and who shouldn't I. Um, and so what I decided on, and in most royal families this works, uh the UK is the exception. <laughs> um, it would be the monarch and the heir and like their families. Um with the British royal family, there are three adult generations. And so I decided that one, the most interesting people to me in the British royal family are the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, of course, because they're younger. Um, And for so many of us, that's what got us interested in listening or watching the Royals. So I want to talk about them because they have fun lives. Um, Also included is the monarch, Queen Elizabeth and her heir, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall. So I talk about all five of them and their day-to-day events. This was extremely easy in 2020 because there weren't a lot of overlapping days because of COVID. Um, And today it was announced that the UK is back in a lockdown through the end of January. So that um, is going going to impact what the Royals do. Um, January is always a pretty light month in general um, with just the holidays and uh, coming back from winter holiday and things like that. Um, but this year is going to be even different, more different. Um, I suspect video conferences and stuff towards the end of the month. Um, but it is just a really quiet month in general. So I don't expect a ton of, uh, engagements or anything. (laughs) I definitely don't expect any engagements at this point. Um, but perhaps some video conferences or something towards the end. Um, but they don't pre post their schedule ever that I've found, but especially in COVID times, because some of them do draw quite a crowd, so they don't post their schedule for COVID precautions. So that's the British royal family. Um, so again, Queen Elizabeth, Prince of Wales, Duchess of Cornwall, and the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge are the five component, are the five people that I talk about. Um, sometimes the Duke and Duchess of of Cambridge as children will like, wiggle their way in. If they're in a picture release or their birthday or something like that, I will definitely talk about them, um, but that's because they're children and they're cute. So you know, I want to talk about them, um, and it's fun to see them. So that is the British Royal family in a nutshell. There were nothing, there was nothing today. Um, I've already checked the court circular. There was nothing there. So with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to the Danish Royal family. So Denmark is a country that starts off their January extremely busy. Um, they typically have events on the first, second, and third. Um, this year, it's a little bit modified. Although there were still events on the first, second, and the third, um, but they were they're modified. They're different than they would have been. Um, and so we'll we'll go through what happened on the first, second, third, uh, and today. And then, um, I, so in Denmark, sorry, I just like lost my train of thought completely and totally. Um, anyway, sorry about that. Um, in Denmark, I talk about Queen Margrethe, her son, Crown Prince Frederick and his wife, Crown Princess Mary. Um, and again, they have four children sometimes in fact, in a few days, we'll talk about their kids, um, because their kid's birthday, one, two of their children's birthday is coming up. So we'll talk about them. Um, but very rarely do their kids come into the conversation unless a picture is released or I didn't report about this because I didn't podcast any in December. Um, I think I did the first like two or three days. Um, but I didn't put out a lot of podcasts in December, but, um, you know, uh, Prince Christian who is Frederick and Mary's oldest son, uh, did catch, did contract COVID at some point. Um. And so I would have talked about that in a normal world, but because I wasn't recording, I didn't, um, but just like news along those lines. Um, so let's get into the events of the Danish Royal family. So on January 1st of 2021, happy new year to us. In that the Danish Royal household announced that Queen Margrethe was vaccinated against COVID-19 she is. To my knowledge, the first, <laughs> first for sure, uh, European royal for sure to announce that she has been vaccinated. Um, I don't know if that makes her the first. I have a sneaky suspicion that Queen Elizabeth has probably been vaccinated because the UK rolled out their vaccine um, a little bit faster than the EU did. So I would suspect that's the case. It might not be. I could be wrong. Um, but Margaretha was the first to at least publicly announce that she has had the vaccine. Um, so she will receive her second dosage in, I think it's 21 days. It's three weeks, I believe, from your first um, distribution. So I thought that was really awesome. There were no like Um, Here in the U.S., our president-elect, vice president-elect, and current vice president all received their vaccines um, on camera. Uh, Margrethe didn't do that, but um, she did release the the announcement, and um, they'll release, of course, the second one when she receives her second dosage. Um, So that was on the first. And then... I'm fairly certain on the second. I forgot to write down the date on my outline here that I do, Um, but Crown Prince Frederick participated in the broadcast event of Sport 2020, um, which highlights and awards sports and sports teams around Denmark. So Frederick was responsible for presenting the sport name of the year um as he sits on the judiciary committee for that award um and it looks like this year now this there's probably a translation issue here um but i don't think so because of the emoji um but anyway the sport name of the year for 2020 went to the danish national cycling team i believe um the translation that i received said national court team but then had a bike emoji So it's one of those two. Um, This is the problem occasionally that I run into. Um, I do not speak Danish. I speak English and Spanish, and I'm attempting to learn Dutch. It is not going well, but I'm attempting. And so sometimes things get lost in translation. This happens in Spanish too, um, but I can finagle my way around it a little bit because I know different meanings of words in Spanish, um, but I don't in Danish whatsoever. So just so you know, sometimes I have translation errors. I try very hard to overcome them. There's another one coming up in the next event that I was able to overcome, but I was not able to figure out the 2020 sport name of the year award. Um, So that was on the second and then nothing yesterday on the third and today the fourth. So this is where we talk about the COVID pre COVID and post COVID world. Last year in 2020, on January 1st, 2nd and 3rd, the Danish royal family host a traditional New Year's reception. They host three of them for different governmental bodies, um, diplomatic corps, things like that. Um, A lot of royal families do this in the beginning of the year. To my knowledge, all all of them have been canceled. Um, But Denmark had made a plan to have like an amended event for today that was in person still, but much more casual, um, because the first, uh, traditionally, these events are in full gala, which means uh, women are in tiaras and gowns, and men are in their um, military regalia, and like it's a very official, formal, white tie event. But, so this was modified back in, like, October or something, that it was going to be held on the 4th, and it was going to be much more casual, and it was only going to be with, like, government, Danish government bodies, instead of three different receptions for different groupings of people. Um, That was then, in early December, canceled, um, with the change of Queen Margrethe would receive written letters from the government. um, And that's what that's what happened today. So before these written uh, New Year's greetings were given to Queen Margrethe, she was I can't figure this part out. This is one of the things like sometimes I understand something, sometimes I don't. but she received a speech from the Lord Chamberlain. And this is the word that I had to like search high and low for in Danish, um, and then received written greetings from members of parliament. Um, so I don't know what the Lord Chamberlain gave us his speech. Like, I don't understand. I couldn't figure it out. Um, and because this isn't normal, there's no precedent. Like there's nothing I, I could have gone on from last year or the year before, um, because this is a COVID modified event. Um, we're going to see a lot of that with these traditional events that are held every year in the beginning, um, because we went through three months of 2020 without COVID, and we're going to go through three months, probably more, of 2021 with COVID. So in March, things will be a little more understandable because we've gone through most of them. Um so that's what was going on in Denmark. Um, it was a busy start to holidays or to the new year for them. It always is. Um, they take really a lot of December off and then go full steam ahead in January. So that was Denmark. Um, and now we are going to quickly move on to the Netherlands. Netherlands, there has been one event over the past few days and amazingly enough, this is listed on the Royal House's website as happening on the 1st. So that's the date I'm going with, but it actually happened last year into this year. So on New Year's Eve, King Willem Alexander visited emergency services where he was at midnight. So, he finished the event this year, started it last year. It, it was just really confusing when it came out when this event happened, but the royal household listed it as January 1st, so that's the date that I'm going to go with. Um, but he visited the, like a police station as well as a medical center. Um and at the police station he was accompanied by the mayor of I think the Hague, um, the police chief, and then the chief public prosecutor. Um, and then my favorite thing, so I should also preface, because I didn't do this at the beginning, um, in the Netherlands their royal family is really young. King Willem Alexander has only been on the throne. It'll be eight years this year. Um and so it's him and his wife, Queen Maxima who are working royals and then occasionally their daughter will, their daughters will join them on events. So I talk about them as well when they're in official working um, engagements. I don't talk about any of the tabloid reports or anything like that again. Just throwing that out there. Um, this is another royal family that's small. Um, when I talk about them, it's Willem, Alexander and Maxima. That is it. Um, but my favorite thing. <laughs> that Willem Alexander has. And this made its appearance maybe in October. Um but he received a face mask that is, I think, navy blue. And it has, which is part of his uh royal standard, like the flag that represents the king, um, is orange with navy blue or navy blue with orange. I can't I don't remember the order. Um, but he has a face mask that is, I think, navy blue, and it has an orange, like, um, crown on it, not, like, a tiara or anything like that, like, the actual crown for the king of the Netherlands, um, monogrammed into it, which I think is the funniest thing I've ever seen and also so amazing. Um, so that is what was going on there. It was a turn of the turn-of-the-year event is the way they described it, um, and so they have not come back to work yet. I don't have it written down when they're coming back. I don't know if they have any announced engagements at this point. Um, they are also a royal family who doesn't pre-announce their engagements due to, um, COVID and crowds and also, like, potential last-minute cancellations because of COVID. So that is what is going on in the Netherlands and now we are going to move on to Norway. Norway is a bigger kind of royal family. Um, They don't really seem like it, um, but they are. I talk about King Harald, his wife, Queen Sonja, and then their oldest son, uh, well, their only son. He's actually not the oldest child, um, but their son, Crown Prince Akun, and his wife, Crown Princess Matamaret. Now, one thing I'm going to like... Preliminary say um, is Metamaret doesn't have a lot of engagements. Um, She has a chronic lung condition and I don't remember exactly what it is, Um, but she was kind of averaging last year, like one per month pre-COVID and then because she was able to work from home, she did have a few more engagements last year than she has in previous years. Um, but so she doesn't get talked about very often, um, and I'm hoping that this is not the case this year, but probably will be due to age, um, and the fact that we're living in a global pandemic that, uh, is especially horrible for elderly people. Uh, King Harald did not have a lot of engagements last year either. He was also very unhealthy last year. He had a couple of hospital visits and things like that. Um, so I don't know what the year is going to look like necessarily for them. Uh, Crown Prince Akhun does carry the bulk of the work for his family. Um, he had almost double the amount of engagements of anyone else in his family um, and like five times the amount of his wife, uh, which isn't comparable to anything um, because she's not really, she is, but she doesn't work frequently due to her health. Um, and so that's what was, that's like who I talk about in Norway. Um, so I wanted to get that out of the way first because the thing we have to talk about in Norway is actually, um, not, not a positive way to start 2020 or 2021 really. Um, so on December 30th, there was a landslide in the town of uh, Gerdam, Norway, um, that has killed many people, and a few people are, to my last check, missing. I haven't checked today, um, but as of yesterday, there were still quite a few people. I think between four and six people still missing, um, probably presumed deceased at this point. Um, and so yesterday King Harald, Queen Sonia and Crown Prince Akun visited the town to, um, get information on the rescue, um, get information on the relief and aid required. Um, and then they attended, I believe a church service to, um, be present in a spiritual capacity for the people, um, missing and just, you know, light a candle on their behalf. Um, and then they also talked to the media. Now, I don't, much like I don't speak Danish, I don't speak, speak Norwegian. Um, but the emotion in Harald and Sonia's voice is a little bit haunting, um, you know, 2020 was a year where so many people, so, so many people have died. Um, and that's harrowing. And then a natural disaster, like a landslide is just like an added component. And so to start a year a new year after a year of so much loss, Um, you know, they just, it's heartbreaking. Um, And also they talked about, you know, this has been kind of a theme for the past nine months about neighbors helping neighbors, you know, people who weren't as affected were still affected by the landslide but not as much they didn't lose their entire home they didn't lose all their worldly possessions are helping the ones who did the ones whose houses fell off a mountain um, and they're providing them with everything they need um, and it they talked about the, the optimism of that and I guess um, you know I'm not Norwegian I don't understand Norwegian culture very well at all. I understand very little, um, but that bond they talked about a lot. Um, So that was a really fascinating conversation, um, a really fascinating visit, um, but also, you know, heartbreaking all at the same time. Um, But that was the event in Norway. Um, Sometimes it's really hard to transition out of these really sad moments. Um, That is it for what happens, uh, what happened in terms of events, but we are going to go on and talk about Spain and Sweden still. um, Just as like a, this is how the podcast runs kind of thing. So with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to Spain now. In Spain, like I said, there were no events today, um, they are resuming official engagements on Wednesday, um, with just a few engagements this week, um, and then my guess is probably full steam ahead, potentially, um, I haven't read much into Spain's current COVID situation. I need to look into that, um, a little bit in the next couple of days just to get a feel for where their country is headed. So in Spain, again, a very young monarch, his children are extremely young. Um, I mean, they're not that young, but King Felipe has been king for, it'll be seven years this year. Um, so six and a half and Queen Letizia. And then they have two daughters, Princess Leonore and Infanta Sofia. Um, and I do, so again, I talk about, you know, monarch and then Um, I'll talk about the girls when they are on official engagements, um, which happens more than most Royal families to be completely honest. Um, they were seen basically once a month, um, starting from April on. So I do talk about them pretty much every time you see them. Um, I don't know if they'll be seen as much this year because COVID, um, like, I think they'll be seen a lot in the beginning. Um, And then maybe a little towards the end, I don't know what that transition is going to look like um, into like a non-COVID world, although I suspect the amount will be the same or more than last year. Um, So I talk about Felipe, Letizia, their daughters, um, and that's really it. Sometimes I will talk about publicly addressed. situations in the Spanish royal family um, because it is so impactful on their day-to-day lives. Um, I try not to talk about it very often, but I also find it interesting and so I do like to talk about it. Um, But for the most part, I stick to the two two working royals and their children who are pretty hard working. Um, And so with that, We are gonna end this podcast now with the Swedish royal family. And so we've reached the end of the podcast. Uh, Sweden has a older monarch and uh, heir. So we have four royals that I generally talk about. King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, and Prince Daniel. And then Victoria and Daniel have two children who I do talk about occasionally on birthdays or any public outings that they do um, that are published by the royal household. I try very hard not to talk about things that are not, um, but sometimes Sweden is interesting in that they share components of their household life with Swedish media. So sometimes I miss things or sometimes I catch them. It all just depends on how much I'm paying attention to um, outside sources from the royal households. So that is who I talk about. Again, they had nothing on the calendar for the past couple of days. Um, I do think they have a return to work date of the 7th, which is, what, Thursday? Um, So we'll start talking about them a little bit more starting on uh, Thursday, which is the episode that goes out on Friday. So that is the end of the podcast. Here I do an outro where I um, talk to you about all the places you can find the Daily Royal podcast, um, which is two that are super active. Um, That's thedailyroyal.com. And then I also have an Instagram, The Daily Royal, um, and you can check those both out. Um, I post pictures and, um, let's see, because it's the new year, I did a lot of engagement counts and like years in review type of things this year. Um, month at a glance is for any annual events. I haven't done January yet. I really need to do that. Um, given that the first couple of events are in a few days. So that may be my project for tonight. Um but yeah, that's where we pretty much end. Um, sometimes it'll change. Um, sometimes in the beginning, I'll give you like a little personal update like I did with the dog today. Um, I'm going to try this year to keep the personal out of it as much as possible because that seemed to, um, not do very well for me in the end. Like it was great at the, in the moment, but in the end didn't do anything for me. So, um, will keep my, myself pretty out of it. Uh, other than like, here's my opinion. Here's all of that. Um, and yeah. So with that, I will talk to you all in tomorrow's episode to cover what few events we have. Um, and I will talk to you all then. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.